Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jerry Savelle, and we have a great program for you today. I believe it's going to bless you, minister to you, and it's going to encourage you in your faith. We're talking about the path to a lifestyle of flourishing. God told me coming into 2017 that beginning this year, the faithful shall flourish and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. God wants you to flourish. God wants you to win in every area of your life. God wants you to live the abundant life. And that's what we're going to be talking about. I was preaching this during one of our Chariots of Light Christian Biker Tours in the Ozarks, and we ended up at Keith Moore's Church in Branson, Missouri, and I'm telling you, we had a great service. And we're going to take you into that service in just a few moments. But first of all, I want to share with you some of the uh, testimonies that have come in from some of our viewers just like you. We love hearing from you, so please share with us how that this broadcast and this ministry is touching your life. This letter comes from Margaret. She says, praise the Lord. I've been cancer-free for one year now. Someone else said, uh, Dwayne, praise the Lord. I called in and someone there prayed for me to get a job. I started the following Monday. Thank you for being there for us. And then Jeff said, I declared the favor of God and I saved $93 on a new pair of glasses. That's favor. Deborah, she says, after years and years of believing God for a new job, it was finally granted to me by the Lord. Thank you for praying for me. And then Beverly writes and says, thank you for standing in agreement with us. We prayed for healing while a friend was in the hospital. And upon release, he went right back to work. Praise God. Thank you for praying and standing with us. And here's one from Ann. I ask your ministry to pray for me over a difficult time at work. And even though I wanted to leave, the Holy Spirit instructed me to stay. I ended up with a $14,000 bonus. So God is faithful. Yes, he is. And finally, from Diane Stockings, healing of rheumatoid arthritis, knots on my fingers and joints have gone. Praise God for those testimonies. So now let's get right into this service where we're talking about the path to a flourishing lifestyle. You're going to enjoy this. The word says in Psalm 119, verse 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now notice it takes the word to stay on this path. The word is your guide. In other words, you have to become a doer and not a hearer only in order to stay on the path. James said, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. And he goes on to say in James 1.25 that the doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So if you are a doer of the word, this path is full of blessings, praise God. It'll lead to blessings. In fact, <clears throat> it'll get to a place to where you won't have to pursue the blessings. They'll come on you and overtake you, praise God. They'll chase you down and come on you. You know, it's wonderful living on this path because on this path, you're not self-centered. It's not all about you. It's not, you know, my name, Jimmy, Lord, gimme, gimme. You know, it's, 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 it's about blessing, blessed to be a blessing, unselfishness. Your, your prayer is, Lord, give me more seed to sow. Amen. I know I'm promised a return, but I, I don't have any debts. 
I, I, I own my homes. I own my cars. I own my motorcycles. My ministry's debt-free. I don't have any debts. So my, my main uh, uh, outgo is my giving. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. That's better life than you could ever dream. Can you say amen? Amen. And that's available to every person in this building and every person in the church in Sarasota, praise God. Can you say amen? amen. Oh, come on, give the Lord another shout of praise. <clears throat> amen. The doer of the word is blessed in his deed. And what does it mean to be blessed? It means empowered to prosper. It means empowered to increase. It means empowered to flourish. That's the kind of life that God has created for us. All of that is on this path. It's not on the path to the world that the world's on. All of that that comes from the world's path is temporary. It's not lasting. And particularly when the economy's bad, you know, and things are shaky like it is today, you know, things that are going on around us that, you know, people that live on that path that the world created, they don't know where to turn. They're pulling their hair out. Uh, you know, nothing is stable anymore. But those that are on the path, God's path, no matter what's going on in the world, our path says uh, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Hallelujah. On this path, you have no worries. On this path, you have no fear. On this path, you know that God has promised, I will supply all your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You wake up every morning and, and expect, praise God, God to show up and manifest in unusual ways. Hallelujah. He's the God of surprises. Glory to God. Can you say amen? I go to bed at night, and the last thing I say is, Lord, I know you neither sleep nor slumber. I'm human. I got to have some sleep. So while I'm asleep, since you're going to be up all night, just think of more ways to bless me, and we'll talk about it in the morning when I wake up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. What a way to live. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, nudge somebody and say, you ought to be shouting better than that. <laughs> Amen. We're... We're empowered to prosper, empowered to increase, empowered to flourish. God has a path that leads to flourishing. Amen. And the way you get on that path, once again, the beginning is to make Jesus the Lord of your life. And then once you do, then make God's word first place and final authority. That's what keeps you on the path. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 10 and uh, down through verse 15. I won't read it all, but it says, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Walk thou not in the path or the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. Notice God says, don't, don't get on the same path that the sinner's on. Don't get on the same path that the world is on. In other words, don't let the world determine your path. Amen? Don't let the world determine your path. You stick to the Word. You can expect God's blessing when you do things uh, God's way. When you're on the world's path, doing things their way, you can't expect the blessings of God to come on you and overtake you. In Psalm 1, these are all familiar verses to you. Psalm 1, 
It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's on God's path. Amen. You don't, you don't go the way of the world. You get on God's path, and he promises that eventually everything you do will prosper. What a promise. That's better life than you ever dreamed. Can you say amen? That sounds like flourishing to me. How about you? Notice the word scornful. You don't sit with the scornful. What does that mean? It means people that have no respect for the Word of God. People that have contempt for God's Word. Amen. People that, that don't believe it. People that don't, that don't think it's final authority. People that don't see any way that it could possibly come to pass. And the sad thing is, you not only find people like that in the world, you find them in church. Amen. Like I said, when I first started, I didn't get a whole lot of encouragement from, from people that, uh, you know, that I thought I'd get encouragement from. They'd say, be careful for that faith stuff, you know. And, and one guy, one preacher, associate pastor at the church there where we were going, <clears throat> he said, uh, why are you listening to that Kenneth Copeland? I said, because I like what he says. And it works. He said, well, he's an extremist. You know, I mean, I, I, and the next time I saw that preacher, I said, uh, you're too late. I'm an extremist. <laughs> he said, I knew that was going to happen to you. Amen. No, I didn't get a whole lot of encouragement. You know, and, and I won't take a long time to tell this testimony, but uh, many of you have heard it before, but we were, we were sitting in a meeting with Brother Copeland in that church. And uh, my daughter, Terry, she was just about uh, maybe 13 months old. And her fingers were cut off. Two fingers were cut off in the nursery right here behind the first nail. Um, I mean, the, uh, right behind the nails. And uh, Brother Copeland was preaching out of Mark chapter 4. Once the word is sown, Satan cometh immediately to take the word. And boy, he did. And uh, the nursery attendant was a heavyset woman. Terry was crawling around on the floor. And this nursery attendant was in a rocking chair rocking a younger uh, baby. And when Terry got her fingers under that rocking chair and it cut them off. And these two fingers right here, right behind the nails. And so the nursery attendant came, a run, came running into the auditorium. Brother Copeland's preaching and she shouted, Brother Jerry, Brother Jerry. And she had my daughter in her arms, blood all over this woman's dress. Terry screaming at the top of her voice. And uh, I don't know what's happened, but I stood up and uh, I went toward the lady to take my baby. And uh, I still don't know what's happening, but Terry is screaming. Obviously, her fingers have been cut off. It's painful. And so I turned to see how Kenneth Copeland was going to respond. He'd been preaching all his faith stuff for a week now. We're going to find out if he really believes it. And I turned to him to see what he was going to do. And back in those days, we wore those uh, lavalier mics with a cord on him, you know, so he could just come so far. He took that mic off and he walked out there and he laid his 
hands on Terry's fingers just like this. And about this tone of voice, in the name of Jesus, I command the pain to stop and the bleeding to cease. Amen. And Terry quit crying. She laid her head on my shoulder. The bleeding stopped immediately. And then he walked back, put that mic on. He said, now, pay attention to me. I'm not through talking. And so I walked out to go clean the blood off of me and off of her. And when I went into the men's restroom, that's when I saw what had happened. And I'm, I'm looking at bone. I'm looking at nail root, you know, and I, this is my baby. And then the nursery attendant comes and she said, Brother Jerry, I didn't know what to do with these. I found them in the floor. And she takes two little fingertips from a 13-month-old child and places them in the palm of my hand. I looked down at those little fingertips with the nails on them. And, and I'd have rather somebody cut my right arm off than what I was looking at. And I felt fear trying to grip me. But I just read a scripture earlier that day. And it said, praying in the Holy Ghost, building up your most holy faith, Jude 20. So I just started praying in the Holy Ghost. And immediately fear left and faith came. And I held up uh, Terry and I, I said, Lord, I have a covenant with you. And your covenant says, blessed is the fruit of my body. This little girl is the fruit of my body. And I am not going to have her going the rest of her life missing two fingers. You will restore my baby's fingers. So I walked back in the service. It's not the time to run from God. It's time to run to God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I'm not going to run home now. I'm going to go in there and finish hearing that sermon. Faith cometh. And so immediately after the service, Brother Copeland came over to me and he said, what are you believing? And I told him what I, what I prayed. I said, I believe God's going to restore my baby's fingers. And so uh, he said, I'm advising. He said, I, I set myself in agreement with you. And he prayed in agreement. And then he said, you can't leave those fingers exposed like that. You take her to the doctor, let them dress them so that, you know, you, you just can't keep them ex exposed that way. So we went to the, to the doctor and they called in the top plastic, plastic surgeon in the state of Louisiana at that time. His name was doc, Dr. Simon Wall. He was a, 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 a man originally from one of the uh, Asian nations. And we walked in his office and he examined her and he said, I, I can't do anything with these fingertips. And I watched that doctor throw my baby's fingertips in a trash can. I wanted to slap him. He said, there's nothing I can do. I can't reattach him. The nerve's dead. He got part of the bone, you know. And he said, all I can do is take a piece of skin from her hip and do a skin graft. And uh, they'll never be normal. They'll be little nubs. And I said, sir, uh, I see that you have Buddha statues in your office. And I understand why you think nothing can be done. Uh, Buddha can't do what the God I serve can. And I said, my God will restore my baby's fingers. He said, that's medically impossible. I said, it may be, but not with the God I serve. And he walked over to my wife and he said, your husband's in shock. And she said, no, sir, we're in faith. And he said, well, all I can do is take a skin graft. I said, you do that, God will take care of the rest. And so he did the skin graft, told her to keep her overnight. Brother Copeland had one more service. I told Carolyn, I'm going to go listen to Brother Copeland preach. As soon as he's over with, I'll come right back to the hospital. I'll preach everything he said word for word to you so that our faith is, 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 is together in agreement. And so we did. 
And the doctor came in and said, uh, bring her back in six weeks. Well, for the next six weeks, see, we're on this path. We're on this path. And we know on this path there's healing. We know on this path there's miracles. We know on this path, praise God, uh, it, it's, it's, it's uh, breakthroughs that the world can't produce. And we're on this path. And for the next six weeks, we didn't turn on the television set. We didn't pick up a newspaper. And we didn't let any unbelieving believers in our house. Some of them tried to come. Now I run them off. Tried to tell me that God cut my baby's fingers off. I said, there's the door. You better get to it real quick because I ain't totally sanctified. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something to you that I'll have to ask God to forgive me over. Now get out of my house. If you're going to come in here preaching God took my baby's fingers, any God that would do that needs to be jailed. That's child abuse. And that's not my God. Oh, I made them mad. But see, I'm on this path. I'm on this path. And, I, and I'm not going to let the world's philosophies pull me off the path. Amen. And that doctor, he meant, well, I mean, you know, he's not trying to hurt me in any way. He, he's dedicated to his, his field and, and he's doing all he knows to do. But he has limitations. But my God is El Shaddai, the God in whom nothing is impossible. I'm on his path, praise God. And for six weeks, we did nothing but speak the word over our baby. And, and the last night before we had to take her to the doctor, we got a little card in the mail that Kenneth Hagin was going to be in Tyler, Texas, about 100 miles from our house. And so I told Carolyn, I said, we need to be in that meeting tonight. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We went to that meeting. Brother Hagin preached on Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, you know, and have faith in God and whosoever shall say unto this mountain and all those great verses, you know. And when he got through with us that night, we didn't even need a car to get home. Our faith was higher than a Georgia pine tree, praise God. And we knew that we knew that we knew when we went to that doctor the next day, we were, going to re we were going to see a miracle that had taken place. And when we got to the doctor that next day, he cut the bandages off and he screamed, my God. I said, what is it, doctor? He said, this is impossible. I said, what? He said, look, the fingers were normal, nails back. You couldn't even tell they'd ever been cut off. Hallelujah. I said to him, no, sir, not your God. My God, hallelujah. And he shared that testimony with his wife. She got born again that night, praise God. And later he gave his life to God all over a miracle and because we didn't get off the path. Hallelujah. Amen. And to this day, now that little girl is in her middle 40s now and she's preaching all over the world. And every once in a while, you know, if the devil says impossible, I'll just walk up and say, Terry, could I borrow your fingers for a moment? She said, Daddy's the devil trying to tell you impossible. I said, yeah, but I'll run him off here real quick. Praise God. <laughs> Satan, look. No, don't run off yet. I'm not through. Look at what God did. Amen. You get on this path and you're never disappointed. You get on this path, God does the miraculous. You get on this path and you'll see blessings beyond anything you ever dreamed of. Give the Lord your best shout tonight. <clears throat> Can you say Amen. Don't sit with a scornful. Look at your neighbor and say, don't sit with a scornful. That's all those people that think it doesn't work. They have no respect for the Word of God. I'll wrap it up with a couple more verses here. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. That you be followers of those who through faith and patience 
inherit the promises. Where do you find people like that? On this path. Amen. They're on this path. Sometimes, you know, it may be hard to find them, but there's, there are plenty of them there. You just stay on the path and God will bring you into contact with them. Hallelujah. I thank God, like I said earlier, uh, you know, God bringing Kenneth Copeland into my life. I thank God that Kenneth Hagin was brought into my life. I thank God that Oral Roberts was brought into my life. T.L. Osborne was brought into my life. I've had the privilege of preaching with what I consider to be the greatest men and women of our generation. And God's given me relationship with them all. And, and I, I, I've, I've been on this path with them. And not one time have I ever heard any of them say, uh, Jerry Savelle, you're wasting your time. That'll never happen. Uh, you know, we tried that and it didn't work. No, these people are on the path. They're, with, they're, they're, they're people of faith. They're people of patience. They're people of consistency. They're people that don't compromise. And they're people that are inheriting the promises. Yeah. And you say amen? Yeah. Isn't that the path you want to be on? Yeah. I said, isn't that the path that you'd like to be on? It leads to abundance. It leads to flourishing, praise God. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 20, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. The Lord taught me many years ago. He said, you start calling that the law of increase by association. You walk with wise men, you'll be wise. You walk with anointed men, you'll increase in the anointing. The message translation says, hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Amen. You walk with wise men, you'll be wise. King James goes on to say, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. The message says, hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Amen. Don't run with the people that get off the path. Stay with the people that stay on the path. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. You, um, you remember what uh, the New International Version said uh, for Psalm 6511? It said, that path overflows with abundance. It overflows with abundance. Praise God. That's the path I'm on. And that's the story of my life. Abundance. Hallelujah. And God did it. God did it. Hallelujah. I give him all the glory. Amen. It wasn't anything I did other than the fact that I chose to get on the path and I made a quality decision. I'm not getting off the path. And God has honored his word all the way. Praise God. And I keep hearing in my spirit, son, you haven't seen anything yet. Amen. Oh, there's much more on that path. Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Oh, they're all on this path, folks. They're not out there. They're on this path. Your eyes haven't seen it all yet. Your ears hadn't even heard about it all yet. Your heart hadn't even conceived it all yet. But praise God, stay on the path and you're headed for life beyond anything you ever dreamed possible. Hallelujah. Give the Lord one more shout of praise. Oh, I think you can shout better than that. Give the Lord a good shout of praise.
At a time when unemployment, bankruptcy, and home foreclosures seem all too common, is it possible for believers to live a lifestyle of flourishing? The answer is yes. In the powerful book, Every Day a Blessing Day, Jerry Savelle demonstrates how it was God's intent from the beginning for mankind to experience His blessing daily. Discover the keys to experiencing this lifestyle, including understanding the principles of blessing, appropriating the power of God's blessing, and how positive expectancy opens the door to blessing. In the revealing two-CD series, Positioning Your to experience God's continual blessing, you will discover that the blessing will empower you to prosper, succeed, increase, excel, and rise above. Uncover the principles necessary to position yourself to flow in God's original plan of blessing. You can walk the path to a lifestyle of flourishing. Call now or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful combo, including Every Day of Blessing Day and positioning yourself to experience God's continual blessing. Start living the lifestyle of blessing that God has for you today. Years ago, the Lord instructed Jerry Savelle to make an impact on the kingdom of God in Africa. As a friend and partner of Jerry Savelle Ministries, you've provided vital Bible school training to over 5,000 pastors and ministry leaders over the last 10 years. The hope and truth found in God's word is needed now more than ever. Thank you for your faithful support of our worldwide outreaches. You're making a difference. Praise the Lord. Listen, don't forget now, those of you that like to join a Chariots of Light tour, our next tour is October the 18th through the 22nd in California. If you'd like more information, log on to our website, check out the Chariots of Light. And if you want to join us, we would be happy to have you. And I know that it'll be a great time in your life. The camaraderie between the Chariots of Light members is absolutely awesome. And it's a great time of fellowship and a great time of soul winning. Also, if you're just interested in maybe uh, hooking up with Chariots of Light, becoming a member, log on to the website and we'll tell you how that you can join this unbelievable, well, it is believable, praise God. It is an awesome motorcycle ministry. God's blessing it. Thousands and thousands of people are coming to Christ each and every year through this outreach. And don't forget our special resources this week, my book entitled Every Day a Blessing Day. Did you know that God wants to bless you each and every day of your life? Yes, He does. He wants you to walk in His blessings. He wants you to enjoy experiencing the blessings of God every day of your life. The Bible says that the blessings can come on you and overtake you. 
I'm telling you, it's an exciting book, an exciting study, and it'll teach you how to position yourself to experience the blessings every day. And then right along with it, two CDs entitled Positioning Yourself to Experience God's Continual Blessings. God wants to bless you, not just once, not just a couple of times. He wants to bless you each and every day. Order today. Don't delay. You won't be able to put these resources down because even though they're talking about the blessing, they themselves will bless you abundantly. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to sharing with you again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. 